Hi friends, welcome to the Partnership Podcast, exploring gospel partnership and generosity in the Bible, alongside stories of support raising from around our fellowship. We pray you'll be encouraged by it. Well, hi everyone and welcome back to the Partnership Podcast. And today we've got Mike joining us for a chat today. Hello. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Uh, Let me pray as we begin. Father, we do thank you so much for the fellowship you give us, and we thank you that you have been providing for Mike uh, as his shepherd and his father over the last couple of years, and we ask that as we listen to his story and some of the experience he's had of you caring for him in this way, that you deeply encourage us and refresh our hearts, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, Mike, uh, you've had an experience support raising as an apprentice and then senior staff member. How did you feel as you started up support raising with us? Mm. Um, so back as an apprentice, I think I was probably a bit naive into what I was getting myself into at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I wasn't looking forward to it when I realised what I was getting myself into. And I think a lot of that came from just around family of origin and, you know, desiring to be financially independent of others and that shifting significantly in gospel partnership um so yeah no a bit of trepidation a bit of unease going in um but it was probably one of the most wonderful things in the apprenticeship is just cultivating a biblical view of gospel partnership and being part of a really good team culture when it came to partnership was really helpful in that season so i really grew to love gospel partnership in my apprenticeship years. Um, That warms my heart, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Preaching to the converted. (laughs) Um, And through college, um, was on a college scholarship um, where the gospel partnerships continued. And I think just continuing to experience, I guess, the joy that came through God's people participating in our training for gospel service um, probably helped restarting um, as a senior staff and then restarting um, some more active gospel partnership work. So, yeah, I think going into the senior staff, um, there was a bit of, bit of nervousness. The numbers are a lot bigger when you come back. Um, and, yeah, just having not actively um, invited people to partner for a while, um, yeah, I had to, I guess, just reset and rethink why we do these things as gospel workers. Um, and that's really helpful um, to coming back. Mm. That's great, Mike. So how has support raising then as a senior staff member been different to when you were an apprentice? Yeah, so the numbers are a lot bigger. Um, And I think (laughs) um, as you restart, it does become difficult when you start to exhaust those existing trusted relational networks and just recognising that gospel partnership does involve, you know, a really high level of trust. Um, as we do ask people to participate in God's work on campus. Um, so I think, I think that, yeah, some different barriers get hit as a senior staff compared to when you're an apprentice. Um, also, though, you have runs on the board, but you actually have done this. You've kind of grown some mm. of those biblical convictions and experienced just some of the joy of being involved. So I think I was a lot less worried or stressed about it going in the second time. Um, just having seen it's a really beautiful way um, to work together for the sake of the gospel. Probably one of the things that was a bit more difficult, though, was um, coming back as senior staff, and this, I guess, depends on your ministry context and team. Um, But there are, I guess, different responsibilities and often greater responsibilities in other areas of ministry. 
Um, so it can be harder, I think, to find just some of the energy, the time, the headspace to do partnership work and um, not just it not being a priority, but just having other things on your plate that you need to work on and carry. So I think that was probably something I wasn't expecting going in or just was naive about, um, but just some of the other work that you take on as a senior um, can make a partnership work just harder. And so in terms of the things that kind of weren't the way you expected or things that surprised you, were there positive or either positive or negative surprises for you in support raising? Yeah, um, I think, yeah, just echoing what I said earlier in terms of just that um, finding the time and the energy to do it um, when you're restarting. And I think as, as I pondered this, like, you know, first year teachers out of school, first year is just relentlessly difficult. <laughs> um, I think sometimes for Bible college students too, just first year in a new ministry position, new context, there's just so much learning and other things that are happening that just some of the energy um, that's required for partnerships, headspace and work just is depleted. So I think that was something that surprised me a little bit in the negative sense that it, it did feel harder. And I think just the last 12 months has been really tough for inviting new people to partner with the ministry. Um, so yeah, I think there have been some of the negative things that have surprised me. Um, yeah. Is that because of the because of the financial situation, you mean? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Cost of living, all that sort of stuff. Um, it's just a, a more difficult season for partnership support. And I think a lot of other ministries are looking to raise partnership support as we are with inflation. So I think people feel stretched. Um, so it's been a harder season, I think, to invite new partners to join. Mm. Yep. Yep. And that's all on the negative side. I've got some positive things, though, if you'd like to hear those. <laughs> I'd love to, yes. Yes. Um, so this uh, this semester I've been doing some coaching and just digging into, I guess, the biblical convictions behind the way um, we go about our partnership work. Um, and that's just been so helpful. And I think going in, I didn't realise how helpful it would be because I'd done our partnership curriculum a few years back. Um, but I think part of it is actually just applying God's word to your life now where you're at and that was just so valuable just sharpening some of those convictions and growing them and um so helpful like you know when things are going well i think we've that good just biblical foundation you know we're not going to fall into pride as easily as we otherwise would um, mm. and when things are going badly i think it just protects us when we fall into despair <laughs> so yeah i think that's something i found just really really helpful in this last six months and just i think reminding me that we're not just inviting people to support us to do this work, but there's a genuine invitation to participate, to contribute, to share um, in the work of proclaiming Christ on campuses. Mm. Oh, I'm really encouraged to hear that, obviously. I think one of my great convictions in coaching is how much the Bible shapes us and mm. is helpful to us, but it's always helpful hearing that that plays out in people's lives. Yeah, and I think the two areas, as I've reflected um, this year, that have been particularly precious. One has been just eschatology and looking forward um, mm. and I think so much of that shapes in the New Testament how we think about partnership so Philippians um, the classic thank God for your partnership in the gospel um, in that chapter one he's just got the day of Christ in mind and so central all through that chapter um, 1 Timothy 6 just thinking about the command to do good to be rich in good deeds be generous and willing to share um, straight after that so that you would lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age um, so they mm. might, might take hold of life that is truly life so i think just that forward-looking aspect of jesus's return and what is to come in new creation is just so helpful to um, have in mind as we invite god's people to partner and participate with his work now which will make a difference into that age 
Yeah, that's so wonderful. I think partnership eschatology is maybe a quite neglected part of our theology, usually, but uh, really helpful and yeah. rich. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. A very rich part of theology. Yeah, I think um, so that's been a really helpful, I think, just foundation to keep coming back to is inviting you people and reminding myself why we do this. I think the other that's been a bit surprising has been the Psalms and um, just in, you know, Brilliant. I think harder partnership times, um, just having language and almost permission to cry out to God in this space um, to depend upon him. Um, I found that, yeah, helpful this semester in surprising ways. Excellent, excellent. Well, and the Bible readings that people are listening to in between these interviews are the Psalms as well. Ah, there we go. (laughs) Excellent. We've been uh, working through the Psalms with Helen. Um, So I'm just wondering, do you have particular stories? There's some great Bible examples to share, which are really great to hear, but particular stories with um, partners or just partnership stories that you'd like to share with us, either highlights or lowlights? Yeah, I think just thinking of this year in partnership work, I think probably the low light is just that moment where, you know, you've put the hard work in, you've cultivated the biblical headspace, you've been prayerful, but you just haven't seen the fruit that you were expecting or hoping for in partnership invitations. Um, Mm. And yeah, as I reflected on that, I think it's definitely just one of those, God is sanctifying us, growing our dependence and trust on him as we do this work. So, you know, there's a good that comes from it. Um, but that's probably been what's been hard this year, I think. Um, highlight, there's been, I think for me, has just been experiencing just deepening of gospel partnerships and just thinking of new and creative ways to um, how to do that. Um, so um, one of the things I've been working on is just sending personal messages, thanking different partners um, who are invested in our work and just giving them specific prayer points of things that are happening on campus that I know will be um, something for just to like to pray for. Um, so one that comes to mind is um, just some of our friends from country Australia um, who have a real heart to see the gospel go forward in the country and just asking them to pray for some of our country students on campus um, in mm. different situations at uni has been really lovely. And just, yeah, that's just one of many examples. Um, another one I found, the first time I've really done this, has been inviting partners to come to campus. Um, so having different church pastors or just people who have invested deeply in the work actually just walk around and see our campus. And they've actually been really excited, surprisingly, to come um, and take time out, whether that's during the week or on the weekend. Um, so I think, um, yeah, just making partnership more personal um, and just that face-to-face interaction has been really precious just to, I guess, deepen some of those gospel partnerships. Mm. Um, and I'm going to throw in another question, which is uh, you actually started support raising at the same time that you became a staff team leader. Um, how have you found that kind of doing both responsibilities, both your own support raising but being responsible for supervising others in their support raising at the same time? Yeah, um, it, there's both been great things about it and difficult things. I think there's just been different hats and responsibilities you're wearing then, like some for your team, some for you as an individual. And at times I've probably neglected some of my personal um, partnership work for different team things that I'm working on. Um, but at the same time, it's been really helpful just working alongside different people in our team and just seeing them excited about partnership, um, just seeing them have partnership wins um, and just sharing in that as a team leader. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting one, um, but it's been yeah, really lovely to work on partnership at a team level too. Mm, mm. Wonderful. Uh, can I ask you as well then how you found 
supervising new staff when you're still relatively new yourself as well to being senior staff? Yeah, um, oh, it's great because you, you're new, so you can make mistakes and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been, I think it's been wonderful in that, um, yeah, working on something almost, even though I'm a team leader, just working on something as a peer as well has been really valuable and learning from my new staff and the different things that they're learning along the way um, has been really encouraging. So um, yeah, it's been, it's been a real delight. I think it's enabled us to work on partnership more as a team than we have previously. Um, and I think we just, yeah, share in the excitement and just aware of the difficult things and praying for each other in that. So, um, I think it's been, yeah, I think just been good that it's been more of a team focused work, not just individual go off on your own and do this. Mm, Yeah. Um, and so if you were reflecting back, um, or could, you know, time travel back and share some wisdom with yourself as you started up, are there particular things you'd want yourself to know? Yeah, I think, um, uh, this semester has just been, so this is second year in as a senior, um, just seeing how helpful that cultivating good partnership headspace has been. Um, yeah. And just continuing to apply God's word to my life, just sharpening those convictions about gospel partnership um, and just talking about it more, I think, as a team has been really, really helpful um, this year. So that's been good. Um, I think the other is just the danger of procrastinating and leaving it um just get on with it get started just do it Nike was on it so um yeah I think if I had my time again I would probably would have invested even more time up front into the partnership side of things um yeah 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 I think that's one of the things we've been realizing though particularly for new staff that first year can be very difficult to um give extra time but if you can manage to up front then it just sets you up really well yeah and I think that that's why it's helpful to talk about it as a team regularly um because if you do need to spend more time personally and your partnership probably means other people in your team need to carry different responsibilities so I think as a team you need to be on the same page and aware of um just yeah the different people where they're at in partnership and working together on that one other thing that surprised me this year um has just been talking to students about money and gospel generosity and how much for this generation, Jen said, that they're just so, um, they respond, I think, so well to talking about it. And I think part, it's probably a combination of things. I've still got my finger on it exactly, but um, it's probably the first time a lot of them are hearing biblical teaching on money and gospel generosity. And it's a really beautiful, good picture um, that we have. And, um, you know, when Jesus says, um, storing up yourself treasure in heaven, um, because where your treasure will be, that's where your heart will be. I think that's the way it goes. It's opposite to what you expect. Um, yeah, how much that's really struck them as they've actually paused and thought about that. Um, but yeah, even just out of our um, recent NYC on the resurrection, we spent some time thinking about money and so many students just communicated after how helpful that was for them. Um, and I think too, just being a generation that does want to make a difference and to use their resources in a way that matters. Um, yeah, it's good to chat about. So. Um, that's probably something that surprised me as I've thought about partnership, not just with people who have graduated our ministry or in local churches, but with our current students. Um, it's been a really good thing to talk about. Oh, that's amazing. I think when I think back on my student years, it was a, it was our organisation, I think, that really helped form my thinking about generosity. And I think that's kind of recognised more broadly as well. Um, yeah. I sometimes think that we'll sh- we not only shoot ourselves in the foot if we don't form students well to think about generosity, but also we shortchange them 
eschatologically, like you said, um, in their children mm. heaven and where their hearts are. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always, uh, yeah, reminded of Philippians 4 where um, Paul talks about not desiring their gift, but more being credited to them. Um, yeah, and yeah, we want to see our students, you know, take hold of the life that is truly life, um, use their resources uh, in a way that matters into the age to come. Yep, yep. Wonderful words. Thanks, Mike. Um, well, thanks for sharing with us. Uh, I'll pray for us as we wrap up. Uh, Father, we thank you that you are our Father in heaven and that you promise us the new creation, that there is an age to come. And we ask that we might understand how that works with our money, what it looks like to have treasure in heaven and that we would value it, that we'd encourage our partners to value treasure in heaven and that in being generous and growing in generosity and encouraging generosity in others, that it might help our hearts to be with you and to be focused on the things that you want us to be focused on. Lord, please make us generous for your sake and for our sakes uh, and help us to love cultivating generosity in others. We thank you so much for the way you've been doing that work in Mike and his life and his experience of support raising and ask that you would encourage us all and strengthen us in this ministry of encouraging generosity in others. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Script, so don't feel like you have to throw this in. But one of the funny conversations I've had with different pastors when we talk about support raising or how do we share, um, like all often view it as just a really negative part of our work. Like, oh, this is something you have to do. I'm like, you guys just don't get this. This is, you know, there's challenges along the way, but there's such a joy um, in this part of the work that we get to do so actively. Mm. I often describe my role as spending a lot of time thinking about community and fellowship and generosity and the joy of that. And just what a happy headspace that is a lot of the time, actually. Well, thanks, Mike, for joining us. And bye, everyone else, for now. See ya.